0: Catch up with the entire season of Pandora anytime on the CW app or download it on iTunes. You can also watch Pandora in Canada on the Space Channel. Welcome back to Unboxing Pandora, the podcast where we take a behind-the-scenes look into the hit CW show Pandora. On today's show, we have actress Roxanne McKee to talk about her upcoming role of Eve Joe on Pandora Season 2. Roxanne also has had starring roles in such shows as BBC's Strike Back, sci-fi channels Dominion, and a little-known show on HBO called Game of Thrones. We get into all that and more on today's episode. My name is Peter Holmstrom. I'm the writer's assistant on Pandora. Stick with us. Roxanne McGee, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: It's it's wonderful to have you here. I'm. uh, I was looking forward to this for a very long time. So, so first and foremost, um, you've you've been in a lot of projects. You're coming on to Pandora season two to play the role of Eve Joe, and before that, you've been in Game of Thrones and Strike Back and a number of other projects. I I hear that's those are pretty big shows. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've heard. I'm curious though if we could go all the way back to the beginning, uh how did you first get interested in acting?
1: Oh, okay. Um yeah, good question. So I was um uh, I actually studied politics for my degree and oh, wow. uh yeah. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. Really, it was an easy transition to get into acting if you study politics because, let's face (laughs) it, that's all politicians do. Um, But not to go down the political route. um, It was just, I wanted, I think I wanted to act for a long time, but I didn't um, know how to realize that dream. And so I just carried on with my academic studies in the way that I did know how because obviously there was nobody around me who was in the acting sphere And certainly, no one was encouraging me to do that. My parents wanted me to um, pursue English and journalism. And Mm -hmm. so, politics was sort of a sidestep from that, but along the same vein. And um, I thought that maybe I would go into research, or, um, you know, I could maybe transition at a later date. you know, into, into the political sphere, but obviously I took a different route. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. And so that, that came about because I went to an open audition. So, and the reason I went to the open audition was because a friend of mine said, Oh, you should, you should really do this. There's a um, TV show in the UK and it's called Hollyoaks. And um, it's a show for sort of I'd say the age range is like 16 to 30 or something. Um, that's the demographic who watches it. And, um, it's, you know, everyone on the show is sort of late teens, early twenties. And so I auditioned for that and I was lucky enough to book the job to my uh, amazement. Uh, and so they taught me so much and I'm really, really grateful to the the whole of Lime Pictures, which is the production house that houses Hollyoaks um, for giving mm-hmm. me my, my first opportunity. And then from there, I went on to get a job with the BBC and and then things started to slowly um, roll on like that. Um, but definitely, I've had periods where I, I haven't worked. And in those times, I just tend to climb and dive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were on Holyoaks for like 78 episodes too, right? I mean, that's a, that's a chunk of
1: time. uh No, probably more, actually, because I was on it oh, wow. for four years, and it's on five nights a week, so. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. OK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so it's uh forgive us you know it's i don't think it's on here in america so is it uh akin to our soap operas over here so it's like five yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah that's it that's exactly what it is um and so yeah the turnover is very fast and the the scripts are sort of written very quickly as well and so i i i've always said it like since leaving the show like i believe that anybody who's worked on a soap is capable of doing anything because you're given a script and you're doing those scenes the next day with very little time to prep anything Mm. and sometimes you're just changing it there like just before you go for the take Um, so the workload is very heavy and um, yet you're you know, you're still obviously wanting to make TV that comes across as, as naturalistic as possible, while exploring <laughs> themes of depression, alcoholism, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, ver- various other um, human pains that you know people go through, and and trying and trying to educate as well. That's I think that's partly the job of a soap, too. Mm. You know, especially if it's um, uh, directed towards young people. Uh, so I, yeah. So I take my hat off to all people in soap, and um, mm-hmm. I I really respect the actors who work in in soaps. It's a it's a tough gig, and and I have to say since then, it's been a lot easier in terms of the workload. Weirdly, because. <laughs> you you get a chance to go through the material and mm-hmm. y- it, it becomes a very collaborative process and you get a chance to you know really understand the scripts in a different way when, when you're working on bigger jobs because there's more time and there's more money so um sure
0: you know I'm always I'm always curious uh I don't know if this is the same over in the UK but but here in America sometimes actors find it difficult to transition out of working in soap operas you know they're kind of not necessarily typecast, but it's it's a uh, mm. it's it's a little bit of a separate world in a way you know there's a different mm. crew there's different writers, different directors than than you find in other shows. I'm curious how how that happened for you. How did you uh make the leap from from Holyoaks onto your next project?
1: um honestly, I didn't really think about it. um I know that there is that narrative around, but I believe that you make your own um, sort of conditions if you Mm -hmm. like and Mm -hmm. so if you choose to believe in the narrative that if you've worked in one sphere whether that sphere be a soap or whether you're a computer analyst um and you want to become i don't know a hairdresser you Mm -hmm. you there's always a step there's always steps to go and do something else but that's like with with any job, from one job to the next, there's always a step. And as long as you want to do something to the best of your ability and you work the hardest you can and you believe in what you do, I feel like you can go on and do anything. I don't think that you should believe that you have to stop in one place because somebody somewhere said, Oh, well, you know, hey, you can only do this um, sphere. Like acting is acting at the end of the day. The job is mm-hmm. to entertain people and make it as naturalistic as possible and make the characters resonate with the audience. And so from my perspective, I just have to breathe life into the writing and obviously the writing gives you life as well, but but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just have to find that person within myself and hope that somebody else sees and feels that character the way that I do. And, and I think that goes for any, for any actor. And also I think, you know, just forget what other people say just in general, just you Mm. pursue your goals, just, just move, just keep moving.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, my next question would be, um, You've done a lot of roles that that are more in the action television or film space. Mm. And I'm curious how the audition process is different for those sort of roles. Like, is it very much the same or do you have to come in? Is like you have to come in with some crazy martial arts routine already set up or
1: something. Yeah, again, it's it's interesting you say that because... um, Yes I have I have done a lot of action I've I've certainly utilized m- my um skills if you like as somebody who you know trains and works out and climbs etc but uh most of the roles I've done I actually haven't um invested much space in that um mm. it's just that it's just that something like Strike Back for example utilized um, a, a lot of the physical skills that I could undertake. And so, what happened with Strike Back was we ended up being trained by the Jordanian military. Um, mm. We also had Navy SEAL training and British Special Forces as well. And so, we had the most fantastic opportunity to um, expand our physical fitness, which was something that we already needed in order to do that job. Um, but then, on top of that, learn techniques and um you know understand how we would operate in situations if we were professional military people and so obviously that was an absolute joy because anytime you get to expand your own skills and learn new skills you you feel great i mean that that's what mm-hmm. we're here for that's what we want to do so so that that job was an a, a a complete blessing. Um, and you know, I I hope I did justice to the character for the people out there who are really doing that job, which is an incredibly, um, (laughs) tough job, both physically, um, emotionally and spiritually. So I, uh, like, again, I take my hat off to those people and, um, yeah, salute Mm them.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm such a sucker for Strike Back. I, I, I just love that show. It's, uh, it's such yeah, it's an so adrenaline fun. rush every second, yeah. every day. And I, I'm sure it was part of the thrill that for you. Was is... a
1: hectic filming schedule. because um, <laughs> So I was working uh, with MJ Bassett, and she is mm-hmm. a fantastic director. I actually went on to work with her on another um, film, um, Inside Man. Mm-hmm. which you can catch on Netflix at the moment uh, and Amazon. <laughs> but, uh, but um, And that was an incredible job too. And that, that did utilize some of the skills that we'd taken from Strike Back. But no, she, nice. she was a demanding director and a fantastic director and a joy to work with. And uh, that job was physically the most exhausting thing that I've ever done. But gosh, I... I loved it. I, I really loved every second of that that feeling of like utilizing my body to its physical, you know, um um limits. Mm-hmm. And so so that was really, really good fun. Um and I, I don't think I've ever been so fit. Um so <laughs> yeah, so that was great. There was a there was a lot of training. What we would do was we would wake up in the morning we'd go for hit training and then uh and then we'd eat and then after eating we'd go straight to climbing and then after Mm -hmm. climbing we would go and do weapons practice and so there was just a lot going on throughout throughout and that was just the training and then obviously when the show started we still had to keep up uh you know our physical capabilities that we'd acquired and so Mm -hmm. it was you know the the 12-hour days and then going home to train at the end of the day. So, well, I I would do things like squats (laughs) on set and, you know, push-ups and stuff. So I didn't have to do as much in the evening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just randomly taking five to to do some push-ups. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: in in between takes, you know, when they were doing set-ups, I would just try and get the exercise in because for me, like I'm not naturally built with, you know, a huge amount of muscle. I'm Hmm. quite a slim build and so I had to put on 15 pounds of muscle so hmm. that was a lot of eating and a lot of weight training you know so hmm. I, I was squatting 145 pounds at one stage Shit. and wow. I'm I'm like 115 pounds so <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that was a lot like I was that's like awesome. a grasshopper so I had some strong <laughs> thighs on me <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it that's fantastic <laughs> uh, and part of what I love about it too is just it. It the show has that sense of like you're in I'm an exotic watching. land, you know. And I, I I love that you don't get that a lot in television, you know. Like usually the TV show is filmed where it yeah. has to be filmed that, and that's it. And and yet here it's like oh, you're in a far off land. You're having these crazy adventures. It's harkening back to like the adventure yeah. films of the 60s and 70s and 80s. And I I just really adored yeah. that so much. And. And similar with Game of Thrones, I'm sure too. Like I, 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 don't know where you filmed your your material, but it's, uh, it's must have been a thrill just to like you're in these fantastical lands, literally in Game of Thrones, you yeah. fantasy. So it's, it. Uh, well, I'm curious how. Yeah, how, how go ahead.
1: ahead. You, I was gonna say you're absolutely right, but I remember it, it's funny you say that because I remember walking onto set one day and it felt fantastical for me. I remember in the first season we were filming in Croatia and the art department had done such an incredible job. And, you know, already we're in Croatia and Croatia is absolutely beautiful. Um, but the art department had done such a breathtaking job with this set that I walked in and I was surrounded by, um, I remember the first animal I saw was this little um, baby goat that climbed up the tree. And then there was an (laughs) owl, um, you know, and there was a donkey. And and I love animals. And then the Carpuchin monkeys. And, you know, so there were all these animals around. And then there was the smell of incense as well. I mean, they really set that up like we were in Mm. some fantastic magical realm. And so, I mean, the art department did an incredible job and obviously the animal handlers as well and you know the brains of dan wise and david benioff Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um and george r R. martin obviously goes without saying because of course his his mind is you know a fantastical world within itself but Mm -hmm. um yeah for, for me that that was absolutely incredible and that's that's one of the delights of this job being able to go to different countries And to see things that you would never otherwise get to see. I mean, I remember I once went to Egypt for a shoot and, you know, I was taken out into the desert and I had to give my passport in. (laughs) It was a really (laughs) strange experience. Um, And, uh, and, you know, there was a group of five of us and we were going out to do this shoot. And I just thought I would never be able to do this. This is Mm -hmm. not something I would be able to do if I was just working an ordinary job and I just decided... Mm -hmm to take a trip to Egypt, you know, because you have people going for reccees and they have this visual of, of what they want everything to look like. And often that visual is something far more compelling than I myself could ever imagine. And, and so it's just beautiful and breathtaking and awe-inspiring actually to be invited to go to these places. So I'm always immeasurably grateful for that experience. I think that's the best part of the job. Yeah. The, the travel, the getting to explore different, well, I, I say different worlds, it's, it becomes a different world in your head, but different cultures mm-hmm. and different countries, you know, they become like different mini worlds to you. I appreciate to one world, but you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, and it's so different because you're, you're not a tourist, you're, you're there to work. You're, you have to mm. become immersed in the, in the land to a certain degree. And, yeah. um, you know, even even with Pandora, I, I imagine you're there on set on in Bulgaria for a number of weeks for this role, and you get to really experience yeah. the culture in a way that you that you don't get to do uh, when you're just a tourist. You're passing through. You know, you're there for a couple of nights, and then you're,
1: you're yeah, go exactly. Out. And and actually, I filmed in Bulgaria four times. You know, so they, they have a um, mm. a great setup there um, for the filming industry. Mm. And so I've I've been able to do a few projects there, and so it was really nice to go back there and see faces that I'd filmed with like sort of eight years ago, and um, yeah, it was just it was just a really warming and welcoming experience. A- a- again, another thing is you you make friends with these people who live in different countries, who you would never otherwise make friends with because you aren't living in the same area. And then they become lifelong friends and, and so it's really nice to know that you can go to different parts of the world and, and you've spent time. you've lived with these people, you understand people and um, you know people who grow up speaking different languages to you. and you know it's just yeah, it's just a wonderful experience so so Bulgaria was was great for many reasons. But the other thing I was just going to quickly say was the great thing about going onto a set, it's like walking into somebody else's mind. And we, we don't get, we get the chance to do that when we, you know, through words, we can describe the experiences in our mind. We can describe, you know, the smells and the tastes. And when we read literature, it's the same thing. We're, we're walking into somebody else's mind. But to walk onto a set, we have the visual and the visual is so powerful And I don't know, it's like that secret box that's tucked away, that creative imagination of somebody else that Mm. is developed. And that's incredible.
0: assistant on this show I've I've lived with these stories down for so long in my own head and they're they're not even my stories but I have that mental image of what the stories will be like what the characters are and everything and so now to start to see because shooting's happening, we're in the middle of shooting right now for Pandora season two, and now to see the the footage coming back, it's it's wonderful and amazing because suddenly yeah. it's like the imagination is coming to life, and and sometimes you're surprised, you know, the actors will take it in a different direction than what you would have imagined, but it's just and wonderful you hope to see. you hope
1: for that, I think. Like you I was do, talking absolutely, to absolutely. Mark about the collaborative process of it, because obviously you know Mark's realized all of this, and he, you know he has this fantastic imagination, and you you, you want to be able to offer something and you want to feel like you're equal in terms of your creativity and that you can also give something, you know, which helps establish that world or, or or make it even better than, than somebody else dreamed it could be. And, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully that resonates with even more people when they watch it. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, if we could take a step back though, before we talk about Pandora, um, what was the audition process like for this show? Because you 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 were brought on. We're we're in the middle, or hopefully near the end of the uh, 2020 COVID pandemic, and and uh, oh yeah, you were brought in. We were brought in for the for the future listeners. Hopefully, where yeah. the crisis has been averted. Um yeah. uh, walk us through the audition process because I'm sure it was a little different than than a traditional
1: um, show. Yeah, it's, again, like it was an unusual experience because. I'd actually been offered another job. I mean, I don't even know if I should say this, but too late now, so it. it's fine. Um, and I very much go on gut instinct with, um, or if I have a strong in- gut instinct about something, then I'll I'll go on that. Um, and I did. I didn't take this other job because I just I don't know. There was something. It didn't feel quite right, and I felt like maybe it wasn't the safest time to be working.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'd and sometimes you you know you do auditions because you to to keep a hand in as well and you don't know when that project's going to be filming so so even if you you don't feel like you can work at that particular moment in time you you know that that project might not be filming for another couple of months or it might get pushed um, mm-hmm. you know because of COVID because of um, things that you know you have no control over so I'd auditioned for um pandora before i turned down this other job Mm. and um and i I, i'd actually auditioned for another role and then i think i was too young for that role or something but anyway i'd auditioned for, for this other role and i got a call to say would you be interested in coming and playing eve and I just got a really good feeling immediately. And I don't know whether it's because I like sci-fi or just because, <laughs> just because I, you know, I enjoyed the script when I was reading it. I mean, I I, I definitely did. Um, so, you know, that's always a um, bonus. But I just had an all-round good feeling about it. And then, um, so I accepted immediately. And um, I was slightly concerned about the flight, but not, um, not overwhelmingly because, you know, I knew that obviously they were going to be taking precautions and then I would be taking my own precautions as well. Um, so, you know, I was, I was aware, um, of what was going on, but equally I knew that people were being as responsible as possible and, You know, I also have control over, you know, whether or not I touch my face and rub my eyes and lick my fingers or whatever else. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: So wash my hands, you know, so, so, you know, I took every precaution possible and I don't live in um, a bubble and I'm lucky enough that um, I'm not somebody who is living with underlying conditions you know, touch wood um, that I know of, and so I think you know I I just approached it with caution, and and it and it worked out. So and you know we we were being tested every couple of days, you know, so it yeah. was an incredibly safe environment to be in. Um, or yeah. I, I felt incredibly safe, and I I was speaking with the other actors about it, and I know they felt safe too. So. So I, I think it. I, I think it makes it a lot easier when you know you're you're being tested and your temperature is being taken and you you see people wearing masks on set the whole time, right. and everybody is adhering um, to the instructions and mm-hmm. and so it you know you you feel you're in an environment where everyone cares and that's what's important.
0: Yeah, everything I've seen, we've been taking so many precautions over there. I'm, I'm, i I'm I think I'd honestly feel safer on set than I do in my own home like it's uh I did ah, I, felt, I
1: did feel safer though I, f- I certainly felt safer there than I do in supermarkets
0: <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely I'm uh I'm sure you you see it in LA a lot but uh mm-hmm. I'm currently quarantining in, in Oregon at my my parents place um oh. and and Oregon's just crazy like half the people don't even give a crap and it's just like come on oh really this is a real Um, thing here let's let's take this seriously please
1: i i wear my mask all the time when i'm out it's not honestly it's not really about me um Mm -hmm. i wear my mask because i don't want to induce any anxiety in anyone else and also the other thing is if i am somebody who is asymptomatic and i pass covid on i wouldn't be able to live with myself and i appreciate i might not necessarily know but i'm you know a human being with compassion and so therefore like i have to think about the the possibility that that could happen and i think that you know it's the greatest act of love isn't it um mm-hmm. so you know and that's what we're supposed to put out there and and listen you know doctors wear masks for what 16-hour surgeries like I'm not going to be complaining about the fact that (laughs) it's a little bit tougher to breathe under there you know so if if you're around people just wear a mask like just absolutely just out of consideration even if it's just for their anxiety I don't want to induce that in Mm -hmm. anybody else
0: absolutely absolutely um so uh obviously we can't talk too much about spoilery stuff with season two but um i wonder if you could talk a little bit about uh your experiences on set how how was the filming like for you
1: yeah oh i i just i i had the most incredible time i again like i said i had a really good feeling when i got offered the job um about the experience and then when i got there i think the one of the first actors i met was um Uh, Tina and she was just Mm. a sweetheart and then I met um, Priscilla who's just as beautiful inside as she is on the outside she's just so warm and welcoming and Oliver as well again like this bubbly charismatic ball of energy Um, (laughs) I, I can't say enough wonderful things about the cast and and I I know that often you know cause we always get asked that question. Well, did people get on as well, offset as on set? And, and and sometimes the answer is no because that's life. But yeah, you sure. you you try and make it just even. But I have to say, I, I've been really lucky um, for the most part with jobs that I've worked on. And I, I, yet again, I I fell into a really great situation with these actors, and I'm I'm. So grateful to them for making my time just warm and fun and um, interesting as well. Like they're they're an interesting bunch, and I, like, I won't I won't go into the the uh, what do we we played truth or dare, but I won't go into it. <laughs>
0: Oh Questions
1: and answers <laughs> for that, but yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it was great. It was a great time on and offset. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm missing the party over there. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. It's wonderful. Um, I'm always curious to ask actors this. Did you? Did you, you? Did you grow up as a sci-fi genre fan, or did you? Are you kind of coming to this fresh?
1: Um. It, well, I have. I have an older brother. He, I mean, he's quite a lot older than me. So, you know, <laughs> Star Wars was like. Big, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but and and so like I, you know, when you have an older brother like who you look up to, you you watch their shows, and so I guess um, sci-fi used to be seen as a more um, male. Dominant mm-hmm. area, I think. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that, but you know, correct me if I am. Um, and I, I think that is changing, um, and, and I hope it's changing as well because I hope you know women feel like it can be something that they relate to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I guess in a in a way, I was like every younger sister is is forced to be, um, you know, um, <laughs> and then and then obviously, I. I i like the idea of experiencing outside worlds or or magic my mum was my mum was big into magic and i think that there's mm. there's some correlation with science fiction and, and magic uh, i mean it, i sure. appreciate sure. like yeah um so i i like the idea of experiencing fantasy realms i guess um mm. So, so, yes, I would say that I'm, I'm a fan in that respect. Um, I, I'm pretty open with regard to um, genres. But, um, yeah, may, maybe I do secretly <laughs> like the sci-fi genre a little bit better <laughs> because maybe maybe I like to explore something that's outside of the world that I live in, you know, to, to get outside of this reality. I think it's nice really? to... to be able to disappear somewhere else and take yourself outside of your own reality. I think, you know, that's what we all want to do right now.
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely right now. (laughs) So much right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And there's endless uh,
1: possibility with it as well. You know, that's the other mm. thing. When when you're just watching reality, there's so far you can go with it. And exploring human emotions and the human condition is incredible. Um, But exploring fantasy is just, it's endless so
0: mm. now, how did you find the uh collaboration process with the directors on set and, and the other actors you're coming into a role that had already been pre-established in season one and mm. um how as you as an actor like to walk us through a bit of, of developing the character in, in your own mind
1: uh, um yeah so i i mean brett again hands down one of the Easiest directors to work with in 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 terms of how affable he is as a person, he's and also he's, he's he's incredible. But he's so not only is he kind and generous and warm spirited, but he's smart and he cares about the project. And so when you combine um, those characteristics, then or those traits, then you you end up in a really good position as an actor. And he comes from an acting background as well, so mm-hmm. he talks to the actors. Possibly in a different way than some other directors might you know he he understands the process of what the actors are going through, and he understands that they want to know where they're coming from um, because they want to be able to feel that person um, that they're playing and Mark is just the sweetest I, 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 I love him he's he's <laughs> phenomenal he's so interesting to talk to offset. As well as onset, so mm-hmm. y- you know he's somebody. I mean, he's somebody I can definitely learn from as well. He's he sent me um, homework, and I know he sent the other actors homework <laughs> as well, like uh, you know, old movies to watch. And and actually, Boy. that's really helpful. It was something that um, <laughs> uh, a drama um, school teacher. Uh, did that for me years and years ago and and she said it's really important to look at other actors who you have a similarity to and you Mm -hmm. know um, maybe emulate their performances or at least understand what it is that they do that makes them compelling um, because then you understand what makes you compelling as well and
0: Mm -hmm. and so remember what the what the list was
1: um I I (laughs) I remember uh my drama school teacher, I remember, she told me to watch on the waterfront, and I, okay. I, and then um, Mark told me, oh my gosh! I literally watched two of them the other day. I'd have to, I'd have to look up um, on my, Oh, we can sneak them in afterwards. We'll have to sneak them in afterwards, because okay. I can't remember just now. No worries, um, no worries. But um, oh my gosh, I really want to remember. Was it was it North by Northwest? Was one of them maybe?
0: Sure, sure.
1: Um, and but no, but there was another incredible one. I can't believe I can't remember. I literally just watched it, and I'm having a mind blank. Maybe I'll remember it at the end of the t- the chat. That's right. Then, That's
0: right. Yeah. But it is it is interesting that it's um not within the same genre. You know, he's he's pulling from so many different uh sources and so many different influences for this series.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, you don't have to work from the same genre, you know, whenever you're doing any kind of character, because obviously the thing that you want to employ is um, a, a different sort of um, characteristics for a well-rounded human being. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want that, char- that character that can't be one dimensional. And mm-hmm. so, yes, sure. You know, i might come into the project as a character who appears evil or (laughs) or mean or vicious or violent whatever however you want to describe the character when they come into a show but that doesn't mean that that character hasn't had a past leading up to why she is the way that she is and Mm -hmm. why she feels the way that she does and that goes for and also that you know that doesn't mean the character doesn't have humor like we all just as human beings we we are a whole spectrum of different feelings and emotions and so it's really important to remember that that's what a character is too you can't just play anything one dimensionally because then the character (laughs) is is just not human um (laughs) so so yeah and and so i i think it's you know it's great to have um a director and a producer who are wanting you to go off and explore you know a multitude of different characters in order to um fuse different types of um personalities together and to make up you know this this one new exciting character Pandora season 2 which premieres October 4th at 8pm on CW
0: uh, mm-hmm. shameless plug um, do you have any other projects coming up that uh, you'd like to promote
1: I don't know I can can oh uh, I don't know I don't know at the, I can't say at the moment okay. maybe fair enough fair
0: <laughs> enough yeah. Definitely the Inside Man 2, which is uh, on, yeah. you said, Netflix and Amazon. So we can
1: yeah, Netflix and drop Amazon. that back Amazon That's in. with uh, <laughs> uh, Melamine and Ray Seahorn as well, who I also like to give a big shout out to because they were just lovely to work with. And and obviously I worked with MJ Bassett again from Inside mm-hmm. Man, so um, from Strike Back. So anyone who likes Strike Back will probably like Inside Man.
0: Um, Amazing. Oh, and, Wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i was going to start like naming all the great people on the job because everyone is so incredible. But I won't do that because uh, that's probably boring for people. <laughs>
0: um, and so, uh, what? Where can people get in touch with you? Where do you are you on social? Do you want to plug any? Social?
1: I am. Yeah, they can hop on over to my Instagram, which is Roxanne underscore McKee and. My Twitter is the same handle, Roxanne underscore McKee. Um, I think I'm more active on Instagram now. I used to to only be active on Twitter. I really Mm. didn't understand Instagram at the beginning. (laughs) It's like, what? So people just put pictures up? What's the point? If you can't say anything, if you can't use words, what's the point? And then I realized... (laughs) oh, no, you can. You can use words too. And uh, and it's nice for people to see a picture and get that visual too. So um, so I think I'm probably more active on that now. Although I, I do like Twitter. I get, you know, my news feeds on Twitter. So I enjoy that. And, you know, I enjoy the banter on it. I, like, follow various comedians and stuff. And the same goes for Instagram. Um, but don't take anything too seriously, guys. That, <laughs> That's that's what I like to uh add whenever anyone says they're going to follow me. Like it's uh it's just it's just meant to be entertainment and um yeah, and maybe maybe promoting a few charities now and again. So
0: Of course. Amazing, yeah. wonderful. Uh Roxanne, it's been an absolute pleasure. I feel like I could talk to you for hours and hours. Yeah, me uh, too.
1: Let's do it again.
0: <laughs> absolutely I would love that I'd love to have you back um, so uh, we'll wrap it up here I want to say thank you to the listeners who are hopefully still with us and uh, you can left. check us out <laughs> check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Pandora Writers and uh, if you like the show I hope you'll subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us five stars And so I'll say thank you very much Roxanne thank you so much again thank for joining me. us and listeners, I hope you guys will join us again real soon on Unboxing Thanks,
1: listeners. Thanks. Bye.